Hi, my name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to be able to relocate to a perfect location where your dreams and aspirations will flourish? If I can show you to relocate to that perfect place where your goals, your purpose, your dreams will thrive, would you like to know? If the answer is yes, then listen really close. In this episode, I will show you exactly how you two can move to a perfect location so that your dreams and purpose and goals will come alive. According to the latest information published by the U.S. Census Bureau, the percent of people, the percentage of people that move every year averages around 14%. 14% of the U.S. population moves every year. That is roughly about 40 million people that move both cross states, cities, and counties every year. In the research the Census Bureau released back in 2019, there are some states that keep losing its population to other states. So, for example, they have this they call the inbound state and outbound state. So, people who are leaving one state and moving to the other state. So, they listed just a few here and it's very interesting to see where people are moving to. People are moving to states like Idaho, Arizona. South Carolina, Tennessee, North Carolina. So about 69% of this population, the 40 million that the Census Bureau talks about, 69% of them moved to Idaho. Arizona got 68%. South Carolina got 62%. Tennessee, 61%. And North Carolina, 60%. On the flip side, states that are losing all the outbound states. Illinois tops it all, 70% of people who live in the state of Illinois left Illinois. That's the 70% of that 40 million people that move every year. And California, 65, New Jersey, 64, Maryland, 61, and Pennsylvania, 61 as well. People are moving for various reasons. That's a lot of people that move every year. It is also estimated that on the average, a person moves almost 12 times in their lifetime based on the current age structure and average rates. So that's allowing for no more than one move per a single year. So that's a lot of people on the move. So why are people moving? There, there was this research that charted this out, the reasons that people actually move. In the U.S. alone, people move for various reasons. And some of the top ones, 16% of that population, that 40 million or that move every year, they wanted a new home or a better place to live. 12% moves to own or start a new household. 11% 
says that they move for family reasons. And that could include taking care of a family member or getting to a place where they can raise their family and so many other family reasons. 10% moves because of a job. You know, you they got a new role, they got a new opportunity somewhere. Or where they are, there are no opportunities. So they move so that they can find a better job elsewhere. Others say that about 8% says that they move for a cheaper housing. You know, for example, if you live in certain part of California in general, people are moving to like a place to like Austin, Texas, right? It's where perhaps the, the housing there is more affordable. They move to South or North Carolina or Georgia, places where they can have more banks for their money when it comes to housing. So, so these are some of the reasons that people are moving in. Some 5% says they move to be closer to a family. Other reasons change in marital status, 4% to attend or leave college, 3% move to attend or leave college. When that 2% said they want a better neighborhood to escape crime, have reasons, 2% to look for something new just one percent and then it goes down very quickly to one percent one percent one percent and the last one is to escape natural disasters they are tired of the tornadoes they are tired of the hurricanes so they move so these are the some of the reason why people are on the move every year everybody wants to move to a place where their aspirations where their goals where their dreams will thrive will flourish where they can see their passion their dream come alive that is why people are on the move why won't you move there's this popular definition of insanity that popular saying says that the definition of insanity is what doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you repeat the same thing that you are doing and expect a different result, it is identified as being insane. That's why people are on the move, because they realize that when they stay where they are, nothing is going to change. When they live like they have been living, nothing is going to change. So they pack up and they move. They relocate from that place that they are. They live in one state, for example, Illinois, which has the highest outbound of the population they live in that state to a better state or another state for all forms of reasons including high taxes why repeat the same thing and expect a different results those things are great and i wanted to give you the stats of the amount of people that relocate every year that move for various reasons for starting a new home to finding a better role, a job and, and starting a family or raising a family or finding that affordable home somewhere as best living in certain part of the country where you are paying 10 times more than the guy living in North Carolina or somewhere else and even having a better house or a home than you are paying and paying so much taxes, property taxes outrageous in certain states 
All these are great. The physical, the five senses migrations are great. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to talk about whether you should leave Illinois to other state or leave California to other state, a cheaper state to Idaho, which is very interesting to see that many people moving out there. That is not my goal here. My goal is to tell you that wherever you are, you can succeed if you relocate properly. Relocate. Relocate spiritually. Relocate in your mind. Relocate from where you are today. The things that you think about. The way you think. The way you do things. The way that you have seen the world. The way that you see your environment. The way that you see everything that goes on around you. When you relocate spiritually. When you relocate from your thinking process. To a place where you can think clearly and believe that all things are possible your dreams flourishes your goals come alive when you moved out from where you say that it is not possible to a place where the bible says all things are possible to you your dreams come alive you must change where you live you must relocate from where you live spiritually you must relocate where you live internally to a place of abundance of a place where there is no limitations of a place where all things are possible to him that believes so I'm not talking about the physical. I just want to give you the stats of why people are moving. Everyone moves for to do better. Nobody moves to decline in life. Nobody moves to have a decrease in their outcomes. Everyone moves. You move so that you can have a better outcome of the decisions that you are making to move. Obviously, I've also seen people and I've known friends who moved and they didn't work out physically. They moved from one state to the other. They didn't work and then they came back. So it is not all that green on the other, other side, on the physical, in the five senses. But when you change the way you think, that's why the Bible says that as a man thinks, so is he. As you think, exactly the way you think is the way it's going to be. Is the way you are going to be at some point. Why is that? Because the second Adam, the life-given spirit that lives in you, always take over, overcomes the physical man, the first Adam. You must relocate through your spirit being. How and where? Do you want to be? When you relocate spiritually to that place of peace, to that place of Sussex, to that place of doing exactly why you were created to be on this planet, exactly that is going to happen to you when you live there and you believe and you live exactly that way first in your spirit being. Then the physical is just a matter of time. So people on the move, and you must move spiritually. 
The Bible talks about who you really are in 1 Corinthians 15.45. 1 Corinthians 15.45. He said you are a life-giving spirit. And in the other episode that we talk about that, a life-giving spirit that lives in you and he asks you to stop identifying yourself with your five senses. You are not your five senses. You are not your body. You are a life-giving spirit. And when you begin to see everything true, that life-giving spirit that dwells in you, all things are possible to you. All things are possible to you. So move spiritually through the life-giving spirit that lives in you. There are no boundaries. There are no restrictions when you experience, when you exercise that power that dwells in you, that person that dwells in you. When you use that person to do things, all things are possible to you and there are no restrictions. You must relocate, but relocate properly meaning relocate spiritually even if you want to relocate to actual place go there first and create a life that you want to live and then when your physical joins you there you have already created that life that you want to live and all things then are possible to you because you believe it in second kings Second Kings chapter 7, verse 3, following, verse 3, following. So, this is very interesting event in the Bible in Second Kings. So, Elijah was a prophet who succeeded Elijah, obviously. And there was a famine in Samaria. And he prophesied to the king that there shall be food. I'm paraphrasing. There shall be food tomorrow. There shall be food sold everywhere in this country. There shall no longer be lack of food in this country. And the Lord who the king rely on and trust in his advice, the Bible said that he, he rely on his hand, meaning that he really takes his advice seriously. This person then ridiculed Elijah and said, no way, this is not going to happen. Even if God opens the windows of heaven, this is not going to happen. I don't believe it. Basically, that's what he said. He said, I don't believe it. And Elijah told him, you will see it with your eyes, but you shall not taste this food. And exactly that is what happened. So in verse 3, there were four leprous men. Again, I'm reading for Second Kings from Second Kings chapter seven, verse three. And when you have time, just read the entire chapter of Second Kings chapter seven, and you get the story, the full story. Then, in verse three, he said, "And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate, and they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city.'" Then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we will die also. Therefore, come, let us fall into the hands of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they arose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the outmost part of the camp of the Syrians, behold, there was no man there, 
For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host or great army. And they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us the king of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses and even camps at it, it, as it was and fled for their life. They left everything. They left their gold. They left their jewelry. They left their money. They left their cars. They left everything, their horses, and they just left everything and ran. So when the lepers came to the utmost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carry them silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carry hands also and went and hid it. Then they said to one another, we do not do well. This day is the day of good things. And if we hold our peace, we will tell it till the morning light come, some mischief will come upon us. And now therefore come that we may go and tell the king's household. So the story goes on to say they went and told their king and he didn't believe it either. But he ended up sending spies to go check it out. And everything the lepers said was true. And they took the food that was left. They brought everything back and there were food in Samaria. And the story goes on to say that the, the Lord on who, who's the king rely on saw it and he was trampled over and got killed. And he never tasted any of the food. Elijah saw something in the spirit. He moved to that place of abundance. He relocated to that place of abundance. He saw exactly what was happening there. And he came and told the king. And they didn't believe him initially. The lepers declared that I will not stay where I am. They didn't want to continue to live in their misery. So they relocated. They went on the move. They moved in their goals. What was their goal? To get food, to get something, to eat. And they moved and they were successful. They didn't sit there and complain. They didn't sit there and said, we don't have enough. They didn't sit there and say, there's no food here. They relocated. They went on the move and they got what they were looking for. In Mark chapter 4 verse 35, this is one of the most popular verses in the Bible where Jesus said to his disciples, let us go to the other side. And, you know, he has declared that we are going to the other side. So he has moved. He's gone to the other side. The disciples then said this and in verse 35, Mark chapter 4 verse 35, when that evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go across to the other side. After they had dismissed the crowd, they took Jesus with them since he was already in the boat and there were other boats with them. Soon a violent storm came up and the waves were breaking over the boats. So it was being swamped. But Jesus was in the stand sleeping on the cushion. So they woke him up and said, teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? Then Jesus got up and rebuked the wind and the sea. Silence, he commanded. 
be still and the wind died down and it was perfectly calm. Why are you so afraid? He asked his disciples. Do you still have no faith? I like that because meaning that there has been incidents where they didn't have enough faith or they didn't have faith at all. So he asked them, do you still have no faith? I have said, we're going to the other side. That settles it. Nothing can stop you from achieving your goals. Nothing can stop us from reaching our destination. Then overwhelmed with fear, they asked one another, who is this man? that even the wind and the sea obey him. I tell you that when you believe that the place that you are going, that you are relocating to, is successful, nothing can stop you from achieving your goals. You must believe and relocate properly and create that dream, that place that you want to be. There's this website that I don't know if it's still around. It's a long time. They used to call the second life where you actually go in there and create your own life that you want to live. You create a life that you want to live and you just live there. They call that's what they call the second life. I don't know if it survives. It survived, but you can create the life that you want to live when you relocate spiritually to that perfect place. Where God has given you ideas that you can really bring into existence into the five senses. When you relocate and live there, you must live there. When you live there, the flesh has no choice but to join you later on. Because wherever you are, so shall you be in the physical. However you think, so shall you be in the physical. Your second Adam would always win. The second Adam has the final say. So when you think internally that you are poor, when you think internally that you cannot do it, when you think internally that you are going to be sick, when you think internally that everybody else is against you, when you think internally that you cannot get that job or that promotion, when you think like that, so shall you be in the physical. Relocate from your negative thinking to your positive thinking. Relocate, move out from the I can't to a place where all things are possible. Relocate from the I cannot do it to that place of I can do it. You must relocate from where you think everybody else is mean to you, where you think People are talking about you when nobody's talking about you. Relocate from a place of being sick all the time to a place where he said with his stripes you were healed. Relocate to that place so that when the storms of life hit your physical, when the storm and the wind, you say, I have faith. I don't live there anymore. I have said I'm going to the other side. I am at the other side. And the storms and the winds cannot stop me from achieving my goals. And live there. Live in that place of all things are possible. When you live at that place where all things are possible, it's just a matter of time. It is a matter of time before your five senses surrenders to your life-given spirit that dwells in you. But you must relocate mentally. You must relocate spiritually. Then your physical will follow you to that place. And in Acts 27, our key scripture, Acts 27, verse 24, following, 
So here Paul was being transferred to Italy. He's been told that he must appear before Caesar. And he then gave advice to the captains and the crew of the ship that was being used to transport them to Italy that they shouldn't take that route, that journey, and they didn't listen to him. And this is similar to what happened to Elisha when he told the king what that there will be food. They didn't believe. So in this case, they didn't believe Paul or even listen to what he said and his advice. So they took the journey. But God has assured him that he must appear before Caesar. And to God, when he said it, that has just happened. That is the fact. You are going before Caesar. You are done. You are before Caesar. If God said it, then that settles it. It is a done deal. But the physical man is now working together because the spiritual man has been before Caesar already in the spirit or in the supernatural. So verse 23 of Acts 27, he said, Just last night, an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And look, God has granted you the lives of all who sail with you or the lives of all who are traveling with you. So take courage. Man, I believe God that it will happen in the physical because when God said it, that's when it happened. You must always read the Bible and digest it properly. When God spoke the word, that is when it happened. So in verse 25, he said, take courage, friends. Take courage, men. I believe God that it will happen in the flesh or in the physical, just as he told me. Just as he told him that it will happen in the physical. Because we have established that the moment God spoke the word, that becomes the fact. The flesh just worked its way towards that goal. Because the goal of appearing before Caesar has been established. So the angel appeared to him and confirmed that, take courage, you must, in this case speaking to the physical man, appear. Your physical must appear before Caesar. So they went through turmoil. They went through disaster. They went through so many things to a point where they lost their cargo. They lost the ship. They lost everything and then they landed on this island where they didn't have anything but the clothes on their back, wet and cold. And they set up this fire and the snake story came up in that way. A snake leached onto Paul and just snuck him out of his hand into the fire. And the people thought he was going to die and he didn't. Pablo also was one of like the mayor or someone in that island was father was sick. Paul went to pray for the father got healed. Then everyone who was sick on the island were brought to Paul. He healed them all. And because of that, they sent them on their way with a new boats and new items and cargo. And they loaded them up and they went away and Paul appeared before Caesar. You must relocate spiritually first. Everything that you do, you must build it business-wise. Build that business first before you even start in the physical. Traveling, go to point B first before you get on that plane. 
and thank God that it is successful because his word is true. He said that all things are possible to you. So relocate from the impossible locations that you are to a place where all things are possible in your mind. Where all things are possible in the, when I say your mind, I mean the spirit being. Relocate to that place where he said everything is possible. Your dreams can thrive in that place. Your goals will come to fruition in that place when you relocate properly. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think on these things. If anything is excellent, if you believe that the things that you want to accomplish is excellent, think on that. He didn't say think on the bad. He said think on things that are what? True. If you believe that it is true, those are the things that you need to think about. If you believe that the things that you believe that you have, let's use healing for example. You must relocate to a place where he says that with his stripes you were healed. And just relocate from that, oh poor me, I'm sick today, I might be sick tomorrow again. The way I feel in my five senses because you are living by your five senses and you keep saying the way I feel in my five senses, I'm going to be sick again. I'm going to be broke again. They are going to lay me off. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be doing this. I might get in an accident tomorrow. He said, relocate from that place. Relocate and think on what is true. What have you declared is true? Then think on those things. What the Bible have said about you. Whatever is honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent. If anything is excellent. He didn't say, listen to that carefully. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy. He asks you to think on these things that are excellent. Think about things that are excellent and praiseworthy. When you do that, you have relocated. So whatever your five senses tells you, you don't live by your five senses anymore. He said, you shall not live by bread alone, but everywhere that proceeds out of your mouth. So listen carefully. Relocate from a place of lack. Relocate from a place of poor me attitude. Relocate from a place where the world tells you it's not possible, where everyone else tells you it's not possible. I I'll tell you a story. When I went to a business school, I have an accent and somebody told me this exactly words. No one is going to give you the opportunity to work in the business world. I thought that was very, very, very weird statement and sad statement. I have to rebuke that, that it shall not happen to me. It shall not come near my dwelling. Whatever someone tells you contrary to what you have believed, you declare it will not happen to you. It shall not come near your dwelling. And I proved that wrong. Understand? The flesh, the five senses, will still try to keep you that place that you live today, that things are not working, the flesh 
will try to keep you there. But you must relocate to a place of abundance, to a place where all things are possible to you, a place where God has called your name and told you that you can do all things through him that dwells in you, the Christ in you, with him and through him, you can do it all. You can do anything you want to do, he says. Through him, listen to that, through this power of Christ that dwells in you, through the life-given spirit that dwells in you, he never said that you can do all things through your five senses. Because the five senses is always trying to war against the Christ in you. For Christ in you is the hope of glory. And he said that you can do all things through him that dwells in you. So when you relocate through him that dwells in you to that place of I can do it. To that place of you at running your competition at that place when you relocate a place of lack regardless of your physical environment regardless of your community regardless of where you were born when you relocate spiritually to a place where you can do anything a place where the bible says that you can do all things through christ who dwells in you when you relocate to that place Nothing can stop you, regardless where if you're physical, your five senses have money or not, regardless if you're physical, your five senses is sick today or not. Relocate, and if you are sick today, relocate to that place where he says that with his stripes you were healed. And that becomes the fact that I am healed then. When he says, with his stripes I am healed, then I am healed. That sentences don't come and tell me I am sick. I, wait, wait, wait a minute. The word of God is the fact. So when I read that, and he said, with his stripes, I was healed. No matter what happens in my five senses, when the seasons come around and, and things try to attack my body and I declare, no, 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 no. With his stripes, I was healed. You have no place in my physical. God dwells in me. Christ in me is the hope of glory. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I will not be sick another day in my life. When I declare that, listen, you must relocate from your five senses to that place relocate from the five senses and live a life through Christ who dwells in you where the Bible has told you that through Christ all things are possible and you can do all things through him that dwells in you you must relocate and begin to think about things things that are true don't listen to lies things that the bible has said is true everything the bible said is the truth think on those things everything that is honorable not negative stuff not the i can't attitude think on things that are noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent listen to the last part of the scripture if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think on these things. 
And then in verse 9, he said, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Put into practice where you have relocated, where you have relocated. Put that into practice every day. Put it into practice every day. My business is successful. Put that into practice every day. I am delivered from whatever addiction you are in. Put that into practice every day. And the God of peace is with you. The God of peace is with you. Relocate. So let me ask you this question. Are you going to keep staying where you are today? And again, I'm not talking about your physical location. When we started this episode, we talked about the statistics of all the movement that goes on because everyone is chasing their dream. 40 million people relocate every year to chase their dreams of starting a family, a better home, affordable home, a new job, health reasons, weather reasons, they want warmer conditions, whether they, some people move back to the cold weather too. So, but majority move out of states. They live in states that is not working for them. They live in states that has high taxes or high housing and uncontrolled spending that you cannot really in the physical, in the physical really progress or they relocate. They move, they pack up and move. But you must move spiritually first and build that home first. Build that life first. And then your physical will fill it. Your physical will come and experience it in the physical. You are a life-giving spirit. You are not your five senses. Stop living in that location within your five senses. Stop letting your five senses tell you who you are. Let Don't let your five senses deceive you. That that's how it things are. You can relocate today. So go ahead. Pack up today. Relocate from a place of sadness. Relocate from a place of self-worthless. Relocate to a place of abundance. Relocate to a place. Leave all those behind. That somebody else is keeping you down. That somebody else is doing this to you. That somebody else is being crazy and mean to you. That somebody else is taking all your money. That somebody else... Relocate. Get out of that place. And go to the place where all things are possible to you. And a place where through him you can do it. Through him. You can do it for he has given you the same power, the same authority that he gave Jesus. He's giving you the same. And Jesus even confirmed that and said, you can even do more than I did. So are you going to relocate or are you going to stay where you are? Pack up today. And I'm not talking about your five senses, your physical move. But when you move spiritually today and you get out of sadness, you get out of a place where you think you cannot do it. Or people have told you it is impossible. People have told me a lot of things that they say I can't do. But I did it. Through him that dwells in me. When he, I didn't have any money, I did it. When I had the money, I did it. I mean, all things can be done when you relocate. Let me pray for you today. I declare that you will not stay where you are ever again in the mighty name of Jesus. That you relocate 
I relocate you to a place of joy, a place of having more than enough, a place of being a blessing, a place of flourishing and your dreams and your goals come true. I relocate you and I command you to stay there and build that life that you want to live in the spirit, in the supernatural and your five senses, your physical will then join you in the name of Jesus. You will not be disappointed ever again. You will not be poor again. You will not be broke again. Jesus has made you whole and his word are facts. His words are final. His word are true. So live in that place and do things through him in the name of Jesus. I declare you blessed today. You are blessed going out. You are blessed coming in. No weapon will form against you. No evil shall befall you. No tragedy shall come your way. For you are delivered from sickness and disease. You are delivered from lack. You are delivered from poverty. You have been relocated to a place where all things are now possible to you. So live there in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, my name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed, give back by sharing this episode with friends and family. 